After categorically dismissing the Kyoto Protocol last year, more than a few eyebrows were raised when the Bush administration unveiled a global warming plan of its own. The Bush plan differs somewhat from the floundering global agreement in that it seeks to make the entire planet into a smoldering fire pit. The Bush global warming plan will begin to superheat the world first by detonating all nuclear weapons in our oceans. Then, through a combination of giant oil fires, torching of forests and third-world dwellings, and a new Homeland Inferno project, the world's average surface temperature should approach 350 degrees by as early as this spring. The new super-hot climate will make outdoor cookouts affordable, accessible, and simple for everyone. Mr. Bush stated that he envisions, quote, a world where every nation has that great backyard barbecue smell, unquote. And while Mr. Bush's ambitious plan has its share of detractors, few can resist the allure of a sizzling Texas barbecue and a hickory smoke-flavored planet. Are you ready for the end of the world? This is your community spirit. Show about caring, sharing, and preparing for the changes needed in the world as we know it. Let's bring back the circle again. The circle of friends, the circle of family, the circle of being. Wake up and be healthy, and therefore wealthy, to the peace and joy of Mother Earth. Yes, this is your community spirit, coming at you as usual every Friday morning, 10 a.m. here on WDBX 91.1 FM. And that little snippet you just heard was one of our favorites from National Corporate Radio. A little spoof of National Public Radio. And in honor of the the wonderful weather we've been having lately, I decided to play that one. One of my personal favorites. Yes, and you're listening to Your Community Spirit. As you may have noticed already, our, our usual man running the board here, Ord Energymon, is not with us this week. He's off having his usual solar adventures, which really pick up during the summer here when, well, when the sun is really shining. I mean, solar energy works year-round, but people get really excited about it in the, in the summer months when the sun is high overhead and those, the meters turning all day and... And it, it's a fun time for the solar energy industry. But he'll be back soon. But in the meantime, I get to fly solo and community spirit today.
I'm playing my uh, Celtic Tides music today because, well, just because I like Celtic music. And also because I, this past week, I decided to take that, uh, the Learning Irish book that I picked up a while back and actually start studying Irish. So I'm pretty excited about that too. But anyway, our first, first portion of your community spirit, as usual, is happenings. Now, once again, it's, it's been a couple weeks now since we've gotten, you know, the usual deluge of happenings. So if you'd like to send them our way, uh, my name is Treesong, and you can contact me either by email at treesong at treesong.org, and you can also contact Orr, but since he's not here, I'll let him give his information when he comes back. But you can reach me by phone at 525-0625. And you can also go to our website at yourcommunityspirit.org if you'd like to hear the show online or post happenings or all of the above. So we're hoping to get some happenings from you. But in the meantime, we do have one happening coming up at the Big Muddy IMC. As usual, the Big Muddy IMC is having their free film Fridays. Yes, that alliterative event that everyone has come to know and love, (laughs) and that Orr has come to be able to pronounce now. Free film Fridays. Tonight at 7 p.m., I believe the film is called Winter Soldiers. It's a film with interviews of soldiers from the, uh, the Vietnam War, and even though it is about the Vietnam War, it also may have significance today, as many wars are still existing in the world. So that's tonight at 7 p.m. at 214 North Washington in Carbondale. You can visit the website of the Big Muddy IMC at bigmuddyimc.org. Also, one other happening that no one actually sent us this week, but that occurs to me because it's been an ongoing happening for several years now. It's the Peace Vigil. Every weekend on Saturday at noon here in Carbondale, they have a Peace Vigil from noon to one. You can come out and show your support for peace. They have pre-made signs for you, or you can make your own signs if you so choose. And that's that's this Saturday and every Saturday at noon. And it's at the Town Square Pavilion, which is on the corner of 13 and Illinois, right here in Carbondale.
So that's it for happenings today. And I know there's all sorts of events going on in southern Illinois. So once again, you can contact me at treesong at treesong.org if you'd like to hear your community events here on Community Radio, WDBX. And WDBX, by the way, has its own website at, oddly enough, wdbx.org. You can go online there to listen to streaming audio and see a schedule of all of the wonderful shows. I mean, there's so many interesting shows. It's amazing they can all fit onto one radio station, but there they are. So since that's our happenings for the day, we'll have our little musical interlude a bit early, and then we'll get into many of the juicy stories we have for today. Our doom and gloom, hopefully with a sense of humor. You are listening to WDBX 91.1 FM, your community radio for Southern Illinois. And we just had a little moment of uh, of community radio in action because we got a call about one more happening that I'd actually heard about in passing but didn't get contacted about. But it is a, it is a peace picnic 
It is at uh, the picnic potluck starts at 5 p.m. at the Church of the Good Shepherd on this coming Sunday, and it's in it's partially in commemoration of the 61st anniversary of the Hiroshima bombing. So it's a it's a time to acknowledge the importance and power of peace. So at 5 p.m. they will be gathering in order to share food together. And at 6 o'clock, they will have speakers to talk about this issue and the importance of peace overall. So, yes, we did have one more important happening to get to. And thank you to, that was actually Orr who called that in. (laughs) So, community happenings at work. had that intense energetic music um, from a CD called Playing with Fire. Now we get to talk once again about the heat (laughs) as we move on to our news for the week. So here's one of our first stories. Drop it like it's hot. Heat wave shuts down nuclear reactors in Europe. Remember how nuclear power was going to save us from global warming? Huh. You know, funny story about that. As Europe has gotten you know, warm lately, a handful of nuclear power plants have been forced to reduce or stop production. Seems the continent's relentless heat wave has warmed the rivers that cool the reactors. Some power producers in Germany and France have been given permission to dump hot water into rivers to avoid power failures. France, which sources more than three-quarters of its electricity from nukes, had to, has had to import water, their power. Bruno Combi of Environmentalists for Nuclear Energy <laughs> Okay, Environmentalists for Nuclear Energy suggests that future nuke plants could cope with the problem by building bigger cooling towers or being built near the sea. That's what you want from a solution to global warming, right? Vulnerability to heat. It just makes sense. Straight to the source, The Guardian, 30th of July, 2006. So things heating up at the nuke plants.
And in other news, Arnie on Blairoids. <laughs> Blair and Schwarzenegger joining forces to fight climate change. Perhaps finally sensing that he's been poodling to the wrong pseudo-manly Republican, UK Prime Minister Tony Blair has decided to wag his tail for California Governor Arnold Schwarzenegger. The two leaders are planning to create a transatlantic cap and trade system for carbon dioxide allowances. The alliance will be announced this week at a meeting attended by some 25 major corporate CEOs who plan to discuss means of moving towards cleaner technologies. The Bush administration would have sent a representative to the gathering. It really wanted to, but wouldn't you know it, there was a scheduling conflict. Dun, dun, dun. If established, the trading system would join Europe's mandatory system along with a voluntary system created by northeastern U.S. states and the Chicago Climate Exchange, a privately run voluntary national system. Gee, no confusion there. Straight to the source, Wall Street Journal, 31st of July, 2006. is the one with a funny title. Bow chicka bow 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 bow. <laughs> Report accuses UK media of indulging in global warming porn. The first comprehensive analysis of climate change coverage in the UK media has deemed it, quote, confusing, contradictory, and chaotic. Produced by the Institute for Public Policy Research, the report, quote, warm words, accuses media outlets of presenting apocalyptic pictures and portents as a kind of, quote, climate porn, just in order to sell copies. The trouble is, just as coverage of the problem is grandiose and scaremongering, coverage of the solutions tends to be picayune and infantilizing. Quote, the style of climate change discourse, says communications consultant Solitaire Townsend, is that we maximize the problem and minimize the solution. In contrast to pictures of melting glaciers and mega-hurricanes, which the reports say amount to a, quote, council of despair, efficient light bulbs and commuter bikes can seem somewhat trivial. We propose that all media outlets choose poor names. <laughs> and the, the folks at Grist Magazine who sent us this have got dibs on Christy Licks. <laughs> uh, straight to the source, BBC News, 2nd of August, 2006. So, yes, certainly has been a lot of coverage of the global warming issue.
And I want to make sure that we here at Your Community Spirit don't engage in only problems and no solutions. Let's talk about this proposed solution. The Bill Factor. Bill Clinton teams with cities to fight climate change. Oh, I guess our fate is in the hands of Bill Clinton. (laughs) Oh. Anyway, yesterday, ex-president Bill Clinton announced a new international effort to fight climate change. The Clinton Climate Initiative is a partnership between the Large Cities Climate Leadership Group, a group of 22 of the world's largest municipalities, and the Clinton Foundation. The latter will help the former to pool purchasing power to get lower prices on energy-saving and alternative fuel products. The consortium will also share knowledge about best practices on everything from energy-efficient streetlights and traffic controls to building codes and clean fuels. Quote, The entrenched thought patterns and economic interests of yesterday are our common enemy today, said Clinton. Speaking of which, House Majority Whip Roy Blunt said recently that if Republicans retain control of Congress in November's election, continued inaction on climate can be expected. Said Blunt, quote, I think the information is not adequate yet for us to do anything meaningful. Meaningless gestures, though. We can expect a lot more of those. Straight to the source, the Washington Post, 2nd of August, 2006. stories today are related to uh, climate change. So in other news, Gator Aid. Gator Aid. Florida's biggest conservation land also opens the way for new development. Florida's biggest ever land purchase, 74,000 acres of wild land bought by the state for over $350 million, comes with a catch. 17,000 acres of adjoining property will belong to developer Sid Kitson, who plans to build a new city. Some environmental groups applaud the deal. The purchase will preserve as wilderness about 80% of the famed Babcock Ranch in the southwest of the state, where gators, turkeys, and wild pigs roam. Oh, give me a home where the wild pigs roam. (laughs) Okay, I won't sing anymore. It will create a corridor for wildlife, including bears and Florida panthers, from Lake Okeechobee, nearly to the Gulf of Mexico. That's pretty big. Other green groups lament the development stipulation, which clears the way for a new community with 19,500 homes, 6 million square feet of office space, and potential for 50,000 residents. The Sierra Club sued to stop the purchase, worrying that Kitson City would spur development but dropped the lawsuit when Kitson promised to leave the most sensitive parts of the land undeveloped. Straight to the source, Orlando Sentinel, 1st of August, 2006. (laughs) 
And in other news, ah, we have we have more e- electronic vehicle news. Whole wada love, as in what? Whole wada love. <laughs> Small automakers roll out electric cars. The climate is right for electric cars, and several automakers are rolling out new models. It's quote an untapped market that is phenomenal, says the CEO of Zap which introduced the three-wheel electric zebra last month. Yes, it does come (laughs) zebra-striped. While low-speed, relatively low-priced vehicles like Miles Automotive ZX40 and the the Emerge E2 are hitting the road, it's the sports cars that are getting the most attention. There's the Tesla Roadster, named after famous genius Nikola Tesla. (laughs) Tesla. (laughs) The Tesla Roadster is only the start. There's also a company called Wrightspeed developing a $100,000 sports car that could go up to 120 miles per hour and run for 200 miles between charges. And the Phoenix Motor Cars will be selling 85 mile per hour, 120 mile per charge cars. That's a long way. Companies estimate that charging an electric car costs a mere 1 to 3 cents per mile. Actress and electric car plugger Alexandra Paul says the new models will defy the idea that an electric car is pokey or doesn't have range. And if a Baywatch babe can say it, you know it must be true. Straight to the source, USA Today, 26th of July, 2006. See, I wasn't even familiar with her. I I guess I don't know the names of the Baywatch babes. But yeah, electric vehicles on the rise. Once again, it's been another fun and exciting Your Community Spirit. That's our news for today. Uh, You can also check us out at yourcommunityspirit.org to see, well, actually some of the stories we didn't get to and to hear the archives. So it's been fun and exciting and energizing as usual. So I hope you stay energized through the week. And as Orr would say if he were here, remember, in these hot summer months, it's always cooler in the forest and cooler in the water. So if you can find a nice little stream in the woods, you'll really be in luck. Have a good week. Oh yes, and I will I will send you off with this song that I decided to play in honor of the fact that I like Weird Al and in honor of the fact that I've been doing a lot of computer-related work lately. This song is called It's All About the Pentiums. And, well, it's all about the Pentiums. It's all about the Pentiums, baby. Chillin' at human packers, working at 
at a desk with a dumb little placard. Yeah, paying the bills with my math programmer skills. Yeah. To frag in my hard drive yeah. for thrills. Yeah. I got me a yeah. hundred gigabytes yeah. around. I never feed trolls and I don't read spam. Install the T1 line in my house. Always at my PC, double clicking on my mizouse. Upgrade my system at least twice a day. I'm freaking love and play. I ain't afraid of Y2K. I'm down with Bill Gates. I call him money for short. Yeah. I phone him up at home and I make him do my tech support. It's all about the premium. What? You gotta be the dumbest movie I've ever seen. You've got white out all over your screen. You think your Commodore 64 is really neato? What kind of chip you got in there? A Dorito? You're using a 286. Don't make me laugh. Your window boots up and what a day and a half. You could back up your whole hard drive on a floppy diskette. You're the biggest joke on the internet. Your database is a disaster. Your wax and your modem trying to make it go faster. Hey fella, I bet you're still living in your parents' cellar. Downloading pictures of Sarah Michelle Geller and posting me too like some brain dead AOLA. I should do the world a favor and cap you like old Yella. You're just about as useless as JPEGs to Helen Keller.